Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Armor Report. This is the stock market wrap-up. The date is the 7th of January, 2021. I appreciate you spending your time with me tonight. Uh, the Armor Report, I'm your host, of course, Brett Rosenthal, and the founder of The Armor Report, which is a YouTube channel. It started there, but a website, armrreport.com, that's designed for the individual investor who's running his or her own capital. And I commend you for doing it, but you realize it's a monumental task. So if you value information and you understand the importance of learning how to get it, then the Armour Report's for you. And I'm going to share information with you tonight about how I manage my own capital. All right, so what I share with you is literally information coming from our fundamental aspect, fundamental side of what we do, and the algorithmic side of what we do for execution purposes, creating an information edge that we call quantumental investing. Um, as usual, I'm not telling you what to do. I don't know you. I couldn't possibly tell you how to invest and I don't know your risk tolerance, but what I can do is share 30 years of experience doing this and hopefully over time um, share with you a process of how to manage your own capital and how to commit capital and how to protect capital, right? Armour stands for Algorithmic Risk Management Research. So while others are out there carnival barking about how much money you can make on this stock, what we're going to spend time on is how do we protect capital and then how do we capture upside when the windows are open. And let me tell you, brother, they're open right now. All right, so let's get to it. I'm gonna go over real quick the market indexes, where we are in the process, some of the stocks we're involved in today. I'm gonna to talk a bit about cannabis and precious metals. They're both in a unique four-day window that's gonna really show us direction going forward. I'm gonna share with you a couple of uh, positions we put on today on the, in the Slack room. So. For those of you who don't know, um, the Armour Report subscribers, I call them Armour Insiders, we built a community on Slack where we share information all day. I share my screen just like I'm doing right now with you, um, but we do it in the morning to help put on day trades for those of you who just like to day trade. But the reason I really share that screen is to um, teach the process of volume weighted average pricing trading or VWAP trading. And we use that to position stocks that we then hold in our portfolio for investment purposes. Okay, so I'm going to go over a couple of trades today. Um, and then, of course, I'll get to your Q&A. So feel free to fill up the, um, the message board, and we'll get to that as soon as we can. I try to keep these a little bit quicker than we do on Saturdays. Of course, if you like this, give me a thumbs up. I appreciate it. Right down here, you can subscribe to the Armour Report if you wish um, and this YouTube channel. All right, first things first, let's take a quick peek at the S&P. So this is the structure. We went through this ridiculous year because of the pandemic. Now we're coming out the other side, and uh, we have massive stimulus and massive Fed intervention. As long as that continues, we're in this Andrews fork, and we're trading this fork. Risk monitor goes green right here. So for our index-only portfolio, we have uh, our investment taking place right here in the beginning of November, and we've been long ever since. We go risk monitor yellow, meaning what we're doing now is booking profits and rotating into new ideas, 
market permitting. This is day uh, four of the, of the new year, which is really interesting. Day one was a big down day just to shake everybody out. And by day four, we're making new highs. So my first thought for you tonight is if day five tomorrow, Friday, uh, puts in another strong day and we have a weekly, let's take a look at the weekly chart, a weekly candle that looks like this, that closes at the top side, uh, all I can say is that's very bullish. Okay? So it helps you understand why the Armour portfolios are fully invested. Okay, so we start with three different portfolios. This is the capital I manage for myself. I have them in three baskets. The style of management is how I get protection of capital. Okay, so that's one way I get it. So index only, been fully invested there for the last couple of months. Nothing's changed. Armor swing strategy. Okay, we've been um, building positions over the last few days. We're fully invested by the end of today. And the armor invest strategy same situation. The only difference between the swing and the invest strategies is really the stop loss discipline. Armor swing is going to book profits faster, raise stops faster, so it's going to trade more. Armor invest is going to have more lenient stops. The losses will be bigger if the market reverses and implodes, okay? But in a year where the market's trending higher, you're going to be holding those stocks longer and trading less and of course, that'll create alpha. So those are the three strategies. And, and in the Armour Swing and Armour Invest, we had about 25% cash coming into today, and we put a lot of that to work. What I'm looking at here to share with you real quick is VIX, okay? VIX is in the process, if we're lucky, of breaking down the new lows. If it breaks down the new lows, that will confirm the breakout to new highs in the S&P average. And so while we already have an all clear sign to be long the market, which we got back in November, it would be just a follow on signal that the market is going to, you know, be strong in the month of, of January at the very least, which is not a surprise. January, February, March. I mean, last year, February was interrupted by a pandemic, but typically January, February, and even March after an unreal year like last year tends to be strong. Okay. So, We've got the seasonal flows going in our direction. I'd like to see VIX break to new lows to confirm that we're really up, up, and away. And I'd like to see the S&P close above 3,800. If those things happen tomorrow, we, we will already be 100% committed to the indexes, um, excuse me, to the market in general, indexes and both of our other portfolios, Okay. So I guess that's what I want to share with you a bit tonight. If you've been watching me for the last week or so, we came into the year with cash and a short position on. So Monday, when the market was down big, we actually booked some profits on two-thirds of our short position. And the last piece we have now are calls on VIX. Okay, and I, and I hope I lose money on them. You understand what I'm saying? Because if I do, it means the whole portfolio is going up. And we had another big update today. It's been a, you know, three, you know, I think it's three days in a row now of alpha that we've, we've created. Four, actually, because we had alpha on the day the market was down big. So it's been a good start to the year. All right. So that's the market outlook. Um, let me tell you some of my thoughts on um, two of our favorite groups. 
So we've got precious metals and cannabis, and they're both in the midst of what I call this, you know, this, this four-day window, all right, that's really important. And you'll find that in technical analysis, the three and the four-day rules happen often. You know, I was posting on Twitter, if you follow me on Twitter, it's at Brett Rosenthal, B-R-E-T, Rosenthal, R-O-S-E-N-T-H-A-L, or you can sure find me at um, Armor Report, hashtag Armor Report. I was posting some charts, and I'll show them with you, to you right now, um, of the four up and out pictures that we look for um, to help us, you know, take positions. So we have ideas on our whiteboard. And when we find a four up and out, boy, we love it. But right now, what I want to show you is um, let's take a look at GDX. Okay, this is all the gold stocks that we're looking at right now. So let's just take a look at here. Is this the start of a move for precious metals and gold? Or is it the another blip in the downtrend? So right back here, you can see we had a gap up that took us out of the downtrend and an immediate reversal. So we knew immediately this whole thing was over. So what we have now is the gap up has held for one, two, three days. Typically, when you get a gap up like this, what I look for is day four to confirm the gap up. Gap up, one, two, three days of consolidation. I don't mind that. Actually, that's really healthy. And what you want to see day four on Friday is to see this thing accelerate to new highs, making it a strong weekly candle. Okay, what we want to do is see this candle at the end of the week come out up here, not down here. Okay, so we'll watch that closely tomorrow. And of course, that as goes GDX goes all of you know the mining stocks. GDXJ looks a lot better. Okay, which is the juniors and SILJ is the leader. These things are doing great. And what I'd like to see is confirmation from GDX tomorrow on a, on a breakout here. And we'll know we've got something real. Some of the leaders in the portfolio for us look great. Also, Newmont has been stepping out all week. That's a really good sign. That's a leadership name that's in GDX. And so hopefully it will be able to carry the whole portfolio of GDX higher. Okay? And of course, Pan American is having a tremendous week. And this is in the face. Those two stocks, Newmont and Pan American, are in the face of a down couple of days in the metal. Yeah, it doesn't look like a down day in the metal. What am I thinking? Oh, you know what? Hang on a sec, guys. Log in here. Something's not working. All right, well, that's right, and we're going to look at some other things and chat a bit. Um, let's go take a look at um, an O'Neill chart for right now. 
Sorry about this, guys. Sorry about the delay. So let's talk real quick about four up and out. So we're looking at GDX. Now let's take a look at um, MJ. Okay, right here is MJ. So we've had a huge volume come in on the marijuana stocks after that um, election victory for the Democrats. The real question now will be what happens on day two, three, and four, which will be Tuesday of next week. So you get the gap up. Don't count that day. Start counting the next day. One was today, two, three, and then four. Typically, days two and three will be down. So I won't be surprised to see the cannabis stocks sell off in the next couple of days. It won't mean anything negative. In fact, it'll be a positive. Okay? You can see Canopy close right at the bottom of its range today. That's what it should be doing. It gaps up on the news. Then we need three days of consolidation. They can be lower closes. They can be just sideways action. And then what we'll look for on Tuesday is for the gap out higher. Now, what I'd like to do, if I can, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Since my computer is running a little bit slow, I'm going to get to a couple of chart patterns, and then I'll get to your questions. And hopefully by then, this thing will be running a little hotter. So right now, I just wanted to share a look, a look at Spotify. Okay. What we have here is a, a four up and out. There's a couple of chart patterns that really speak to me in this market, and four up and outs are my favorite. You can see the high here is one, two, three attempts at that price range. Four blew it out. Okay, we were all over that. That looked great. But what it's done now is consolidate right at the 25-day moving average, and today it pops out. That's a beautiful-looking chart pattern to me. How about Illumina? We're going to get a four up and out on a weekly chart pattern on Illumina. The weekly patterns are generally more powerful than daily. One, two, three. This will be four up and out. If Illumina can take out 400, that's going to be very telling. Now, what else do we have here? I wanted to share one more name with you just to show you what happens when a good four up and out takes place. Here's MDB from last year. Okay? This consolidation right in here. One, two, three, four pulled back and broke out. And depending on how you count it, you can count it again. But this was, what day is right in here? Sold off right here. The market got whacked and held it back for a little bit. But this is what you can expect on a four up and out. One, two, three, four. The market got whacked, so it took a break and then made its way higher, okay? So just because it breaks out doesn't mean it's going to immediately run, but this is, and if you think about it, look at Spotify, same type of thing. It broke out, pulled back, consolidated, and then it took off. And so Spotify is kind of in that position right now. One, two, three, it broke out, pulled back, consolidated. Now we expect it to move higher. All right. All right, so let me see if I can get to some Q&A while we wait for this thing to heat up, and then hopefully before the end, I'll be able to share with you some uh, thoughts on the intraday trading uh, aspect of what we do. All right, so let's get to uh, Butch. What do you got for me, Butch? Brett. What's up, brother? How you doing, my friend? Hope all is well. It is. Thank you. Same to you. Happy New Year. 
You got hit with the virus, like the virus? Man, we're happy to have you then. Um, quick, crazy question if, if you take him today. I'm taking him. What, uh, so hope, first of all, I hope you're feeling better from the virus. And uh, nice to have you. Um, glad you're enjoying the daily wrap-ups. It helps me just as much as it helps you guys. It really focuses my thinking. So when I come in the next morning, I'm ready to rock and roll. All right. What do you think uh, of 5% swing trades? Not sure. What do you mean 5%? Are you talking about position size or trying to make 5% and then booking your profit? Um, but let's look at chart patterns and I'll, I'll let you know um, what I think there of the charts. Okay. So uh, first of all, a, what do you have? A, B, and B. So with the Airbnb. All right. Just, um, whoops. First of all, I don't generally buy uh, new issues. I wait at least six months before I put my money to work in a new issue. And the reason for that is I use algorithms. I use algorithms for my execution and I can't have any statistical information that's worth anything on a stock that's been trading for a month. So I just don't do it and I wait. The other reason is most companies that come public have a follow-on offering within six months. Um, the lockup agreements end and all of that is supply that comes in the market. So swing trade anything you want. But when it comes to investing, and usually I have an eye on investing, I usually don't buy new issues. Okay, I like to buy the weakness off the new issue. It, new issue comes out, skyrockets, dies, sells off, makes a base, then I get involved. Let's take a look at, um, see if this computer is working now. Pinterest. Oh, it's not. Great. Still waiting. So we'll look over here. Pinterest is a position that we've had on the portfolio and our portfolios, you know, back in here. Okay. After that astronomical earnings announcement that shocked the street, put the capital to work. It's been running ever since. Um, you, can you add to it on the 50-day moving average when it reverses? Absolutely. You know, I don't know about 5%. I'm not exactly sure your question, but um, I certainly like the chart pattern. Apple. Apple looks great. I mean, how can you argue with that? It looks like a big cup making a little bit of a handle. It takes out 140, and it should be, you know, it should be a skyrocket, particularly if the market breaks out. You know, market's not going to break out and run in the month of January without Apple is my guess. I love Datadog. I'm eyeing that stock, but don't love that chart pattern. So haven't, haven't put any more capital to work there yet. And Fastly is one of my favorite fundamental names at the top of my whiteboard. And that's a position right on the 50 day that could warrant um, some exposure right there. Okay. For those of you who don't know, the whole reason why, um, the whole reason why Fastly sold off right in here, okay, is uh, the TikTok deal blew up because Donald Trump is attacking TikTok. Well, Donald Trump's out, okay, and my guess is TikTok is not gone from this company's stable. 
but they've completely wiped out expectations for analysts. So all the expectations going forward for earnings for Fastly have zero revenue coming in from TikTok. So if there's any revenue from TikTok, it's going to surprise the street. Meanwhile, their core business is booming. So I love this idea. Okay. Um, what else we got here? Timothy. How you doing, Tim? Nice to see you. I got a new chair. Yes, I did. What do you think? What do you think? Huh? Something a little more comfortable. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've, been, I've been applying your strategy in the OTC market, waiting for three bar reversals and confirming the breakout and been making good money over there. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Adrian, I'm glad it works for you. I guess you're day trading that three bar reversal. It's a real, it's a real, uh, I use it in both directions. Stocks sell off hard, three bar reversal. That's where I look to get long. Stocks are running and I have a profit in them and it sells off three bars in a, bow, uh, a row, I exit. And what we're doing is using three minutes charts for that three bar reversal. Let's take a look at uh, Fastly today on our day trading list. Okay, here's the day trading screen on Fastly. So every bar is uh, three minutes. Obviously, the blue bars are positive, the red are negative. Okay, we have opening ranges, Fibonacci extensions above and below. Standard deviations above and below the VWAP, which is the black dotted line I just put squares on for you. This is the line of demarcation. This is yesterday's trading. This is today's trading. What we look for are assets that are below VWAP and gap up above VWAP. And when they close back above their first, the first close above top day VWAP is where we get long. Okay. Now here's something that I do every now and then. Put the position on here. The low of the bar I bought is my stop. So as you can see, I'm stopped out right in here on that Fastly trade from this morning. But I will put the trade on again. I'll do it once. In this case, because it's Fastly, I might even do it twice. Okay? The bar you want to buy is this bar right here as it goes back above VWAP. Now, sometimes I'll buy this bar right here as it tries to go above VWAP. But one of the things that I use that really works to stop me from getting caught in a bad trade is that if the bar that closes above VWAP occurs, I don't buy until the next bar takes out the high of that bar. That's typically the way I want to trade. Okay? Armored day trading way on that move right there would be to trade the next bar that closes above that high. And of course, the next bar doesn't. It goes straight down. So you would avoid getting back in. You'd wait, okay? And what you would do is you would buy this bar right here, the 1054 bar. And as long as it doesn't take out the low of the 1051 bar, you're good. You stay with it all day and you make money on the trade. Let's take a look at a couple of trades from this morning that really worked. And here's Spotify. This is a big trade for us. So just please notice how they all work exactly the same way. This is VWAP trading. Closed below its VWAP the previous day, gapped above it. The first bar that takes out the high, um, excuse me, that takes out the VWAP is the bar you buy. In this case, that was the 936 bar. Notice how the price never goes below the 936 bar. 
Now, you could sell some on this run up to the average true range high of the day, and you could book your profit right there if you want, and then put the whole trade off back on later. But in this case, because Spotify is a position I actually want to add to the portfolio uh, for an investment, I ended up staying with this all day. I didn't sell it at all as long as it didn't go below the low of my entry bar, which it didn't. I stayed with it all day and had the maximum gain on that day trade, and I've carried it overnight. How about Teladoc? We just cleaned up on Teladoc today. This is VWAP trading at its best. It's so much fun. Okay? There it is again. You can see trading right at its VWAP, gaps above it. We buy the second bar of the day, which was 936. Please note it never goes below that, below that bar. We stayed with it all day. Stock's up 10%. That was, that was a beautiful trade. Now, here's a little name, NK. Little name, big possibilities. On this case, it was below its VWAP, and it opened. The VWAP did not go above the previous day's VWAP, all right? But the bar to buy is right there at 951 as it crosses above both VWAPs at once. You guys see that? That one big bar took, you, took out both VWAPs. That's the bar to bowl. The very next bar is what you want to do. Make sure it closes above, which it does. Then it consolidated for you know, half an hour, and then it just took off. So that's how we volume weight average you know, price trade. And there's the chart pattern on NK. Be very careful in this idea. You know, It's a biotech that's trying to prove a process, and if that process fails, the stock goes down huge, right? If the process succeeds, the stock is a, is a moonshot. So if you hold it overnight, you're day trading it, be careful that you don't get caught in a position that's too big. Always manage your risk. All right. Um, Tech Monkey Deb, hey, how are you? Glad to see you on a, on a Thursday night. Usually I see you on Saturdays. All right. Year and a half ago, your podcast motivated me to begin investing. I'm so excited to hear that. In cannabis stocks. I've followed your channel ever since. Dev, I'm so, I'm so glad. What are your thoughts on Riot and Mara? Oh, can't believe you're asking me about those two stocks. They're the bane of my existence. I don't own any Bitcoins. I don't own any Bitcoin stocks. Obviously, I'm missing the greatest opportunity of my life. Okay? <laughs> so, Will I, will I get into the, okay. I, I, did, I did a lot of research and work on Bitcoin and Bitcoin stocks three years ago. Hive blockchain was my favorite idea. I took it from 80 cents to $3. Then it imploded down below 80 cents. I mean, I'm, obviously I used stops, so I booked a profit on that, but it never turned into what I thought it was going to turn into. There was infighting inside the company. The CEO was ousted. It was a mess. Riot. I have a real hard time looking at Riot. The CFO became the CEO a year ago, and he's yet, he's yet to fill the CFO role. I mean, am I wrong there? Doesn't that sound strange to you? I mean, seriously, they can't find a CFO? It's been a year. They can't figure out somebody that could be the chief financial officer of this company? You know, you want checks and balances in the company you invest in. You know, and I'm missing massive upside because I have certain rules 
that I don't violate. And so I'm not touching that thing. Um, should I be day trading it? I really should. And shame on me for not. Okay, so we're going to put this on our list every single morning in our day trading room. I'm sharing this information with Armor Insiders. Every morning we look at day trades. Okay, and we had a lot of great day trades today. The Teladoc, the Fastly, the, the NK, the AMD, the, the Spotify. There were more. I mean, I, I can't go over all of them with you today. We had a lot of great trades. But do I wish I'd been trading Riot? Absolutely. Look at the entry. Here it is. It closes below its VWAP, gaps above it. At 9.45, it goes above VWAP, okay? And theoretically, you wouldn't buy the next bar. You really want to buy the 9.54 bar when it closes above the high of that, just proving that it's going to stay above VWAP, right? And then it just rips all day until the three-bar reversal that comes in right here, which tells you the top is in. Never goes above that three-bar reversal. Beautiful, right? So I'm going to be out there trading these every morning, okay? Riot, Mara, same exact story on Mara. Same setup, gap up, da, 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 right here. Boom, you're going to be buying a 10.03 bar. Consolidates, rips higher. You know, there's no three bar reversal in here. So I would have been out on this big down bar right there as it closes below the first standard deviation above the VWAP. Okay. And I'll, let's add, uh, Deb, let's add this to our list. MSTR, okay. MicroStrategy is actually um, a technology company that put a lot of their cash holdings into Bitcoin at 15000 some odd dollars a Bitcoin. So it's turned into a Bitcoin play, even though it's a technology company. So those are the three Bitcoin stocks that I'm following and willing to day trade. I would actually be willing to own MicroStrategy at some point. I just, you know, I'm not buying it up here. All right. Um, I can't even begin to answer that question, my friend. Trickster. You're new to the channel. What's your opinion on the best trades to put in today? Uh, that's not what this channel is about, my friend. So the Armour Report is about a strategy. It's about executing the process over and over again. It's a three-stage process. We build our whiteboard, fundamental ideas we want to own, and we watch them and wait. We use algorithms, proprietary, which I share with my subscribers, Armour Insiders, telling us when to commit capital to the market and when to commit it to a group and then an individual stock. And then we use stop losses to protect ourselves from ourselves, okay? What I don't do is come out with carnival barking, you know, snake oil ideas of buy this tomorrow, I guarantee you'll make money, okay? Th those, I'll let other guys on YouTube waste your time with that. What I'm trying to do here is share my experience, invest in over 30 years, and give you the tools to manage your capital successfully over time in all kinds of market environments, that's my goal. I hope it helps you. I'm glad you're new and I welcome you to it. Um, yeah, so Tim, when it comes to Boeing, I, I, I really, my guess is you probably don't have to sell Boeing. Um, I took it out of the portfolio after hours 
on that, you know, news that, you know, it's not so much the two and a half billion dollar fine. It's the fact that they're, you know, brought up on charges of fraud. And um, I can only imagine that means there's going to be massive amounts of class action lawsuits. I just, I got to step out of Dodge for a, for, for a minute and look for um, another place for my capital. I love the chart pattern of Boeing. I really wanted to hold it. My guess is it could be up tomorrow morning and people don't care about that story. But I just decided to step aside. I wouldn't lose any sleep over it tonight, though. I don't think it's going to crater. But honestly, uh, Tim, it's also an opportunity cost of money for me. The market looks so good right now, and there's so many ideas to buy. And I've got other ideas that I'm sharing with you guys tomorrow morning at 830 when we do our meeting of what I want to own. And I just got to make some room in the portfolio so I don't need to waste time on a story uh, where a company is, you know, being brought up on fraud charges. I, I can't deal with that. Um, okay, Butch, I just saw your message saying 5% uh, um, booking a profit. There's nothing, you, you, I'm never going to tell you not to book a profit, right? My only thought for you is this, don't make this mistake. And I'm sharing this information with you because in my life doing this, I made this mistake. So I'm going to share this with you. An old friend of mine, God rest his soul, Bruce Hanley was his name from um, the William O'Neill Company. He used to say to me that investors, um, they're funny. They can't stand success. Can't stand success. I mean, what are you talking about? And what happens is most people can totally stomach losses because they're used to it. Oh, they're losing money. And they'll tell you over and over again, this is a great idea. And it's a long-term hold for me. So they'll long-term hold a loss. But when it goes to a 5% gain, they book a profit. That's not going to work for you long term. So if you're going to say to me 5% is my targeted gain, my question to you is, what's your targeted loss? It better be less than 5%. So if you say to me your stop is a half of 1% and your gain target is 5%, I'd say have at it. If you've come up with a swing strategy that works at that level, then you'll make yourself a fortune because your losses will be tiny and your gains will be multiples of your losses. But if you're telling me that when you make money, you make 5%, and when you lose money, you, you, you lose 5%, you're going to make it very difficult on yourself. You're going to have to be accurate on more than 50% of your trades just to break even. I mean, just to do a little better than break even, right? At that scenario. Okay? So um, just so you're aware, most people who write algorithms to swing trade, they're content. I mean, not content, but they're profitable if they're right three out of 10 times. Think about that. The only way that's... Anybody writing algorithms starts with the premise, if I can be right three out of 10 times, I can make money. And then what they start doing is tightening the screws to get their success up over 50%. But if you're cutting your losses quick and you ride your winners, you can, you can make money and, and only be right three out of 10 times. So I can't answer your question at 5% because I don't know your strategy, but just think of those, just think of those numbers, 
okay? And figure out what your stops are, all right? Festeroso, how you doing, brother? Teladoc, great. Glad you're in it. Uh, trim, trim some IBM. Oh, okay. Have at it. SDGR. Glad you're making money, Festeroso. Nice to have you. Whoops. Let's take a look at uh, SDGR. Yeah, you know, I just, I just totally missed it, haven't I, Bruno? I just totally missed it. I mean, the real entry point's right here, and I don't own it. And now the stock is running away from me, and I'm not willing to step up for it up here. And let me just say this. I've made a commitment this year, recommitting myself to only buying right. You make your money when you buy it, not when you sell it. So to me, that means buying DocuSign, excuse me, buying Teladoc today at the open off of that setup. And then even, even at the end of the day, today's the right day to buy Teladoc. This is the buy day. The low of today is my stop. That's a perfect chart pattern, Right. When we were buying IBM, bought it tight to the base. So when it popped out, we're already making money. Other people are chasing. We're already making money. You're booking a profit, Festeroso, because you bought it right, right? Let's go look at, um, um, here's the example of buying right. The Armour Report put Illumina in the portfolio here. Before it broke out, now we're making a killing. And as everybody else jumps on, on the four up and out, they're just making us more money. Because we bought it right. All right? So I can't go chase something that I've missed. That's my thought for you. Okay? I just I can't chase something that I've missed. So if I miss it, I put it into my day trading category. And maybe I can take some money out of that position as it goes higher, catching a good day trade here or there. Aussie dollar and the U.S. dollar. You're, you're going to trickster. You're going to you're going to trade currencies. You're new to investing. You're going to trade currencies. Be careful on that. Okay, careful on that. And not really my. T- you know, I try to share information that I have that I'm comfortable with, and I don't have any information on the U.S. dollar versus the Australian dollar. I don't think anybody will have information on that. You can use algorithms. You can try to chart it and technically trade it but that's not my bailiwick currency. So I try on this channel to only share information that I think is valuable and that I'm confident in. And otherwise I'll just tell you if I don't know. And in this case, I, I can't help you there. Dustin, how you doing brother? Nice to see you. Oh yeah. LAC, you, you killed it on that today, didn't you? I know uh, Dustin is an armor insider and he was in the Slack room today sharing it with us. And boy, oh boy, did you get that right. And here's an example of the day trade setup. Okay, so first I, you know, let's say, I don't know, the, the, the place to put that trade on probably, if I was being honest with myself, it's going to be this bar right here at the 957 bar. You might try it, This okay, this is a down bar, no good. You might try, but, you know, you probably would have stayed away from this trade because it went right down that bar. And so the bar that closes above the VWAP is the 954 bar. And at 957, you'd put the trade on. And you would have had a decent run there. But I think you've owned this thing for a while. I mean, you've, you've just crushed it in this. The lithium ideas, of, you've been all over that. And this is part of the benefit, guys, of being in the Slack room with us. 
the Armor Insiders come up with brilliant ideas, and I can't possibly cover everything. And and you know, when I started the Armor Report, it was to help you guys. I didn't realize how helpful it would be to me. But what's really happened is we have an army of analysts in that Slack room all day sharing information. I like to say it's backed up by a tank division of algorithms. And that's, you know, that's what I'm providing. But that was a great idea, Dustin. I'm going to have to find my way into that. Uh, geez, you know, HVBTF, right? What am I doing? HVBTF. There it is. Yeah. Look, there's nothing wrong with, I, I don't know if there's anything wrong, I should say, with Hive t- today. I haven't looked at Hive in a long time. Okay. I was looking at Hive back in here. And the stock, you know, I ended up just taking a small amount of profit out of this thing. I was chatting with management and it was like, this is not, this is not the right place to be. And the stock just imploded. The management were a bunch of amateurs. Um, And then they went through this horrible divorce with one of their big investors, Frank Holmes. Right. And now the thing's caught up in this skyrocketing move um, based on uh, Bitcoin. It's a great looking chart there, Deb. I can't argue with you. There's a high type pennant it's breaking out of. And this company does Bitcoin mining and Ethereum mining. Right. And that's what's on their balance sheet. So, uh, you know, the biggest investor, Frank Holmes, right? I think is his name, Frank Holmes. He dumped a bunch of stock recently. So please be aware of that. And he said he was going to take that money out of the equity and go buy debt in Hive. I don't know. I'll believe it when I see it, you know. But it's certainly something I should look at to trade. Again, I should add that to my day trading list. All right, let's wrap up right here. What time is it? It's 7.13. I got to wrap this up. But um, let's look at Wix real quick, and then I'll talk about Disney, and and then we'll say goodnight. Nothing wrong with that chart pattern, you know. Um, I would need a trigger to get me involved there, you know. I draw that downtrend, and I would say, hey, I like to buy weakness in the midst of strength. So, What's happening here is you definitely have the strength because it's a good looking longer term chart pattern. And then you've had this consolidation since August. So there's your weakness you want. But I don't just buy a falling knife. I need the day that I'm putting money to work. I want to see the the capital coming in. And so I would probably buy this thing when it pops out, breaks the downtrend. Kind of like Teladoc, right? the day to own it. So what I do in the morning, if it's something like Wix, that if I really liked it fundamentally, I would be trying to day trade it each morning. So when it pops out of there like that, I would already have the position on. If I liked it, I mean, I'm not a big fan of, of the Wix business model, but uh, don't let me, don't, don't let me stop you. I just, that's my own opinion. Disney. Yeah, I miss Disney, you know, and so where my, where's my entry point in Disney? It's not up here. You know, the entry point was down here. So let's just go over entry points again. Just eyeball it with me. Is to it. Eyeball this is to it. Where's your entry here? You're above the 14-day, the 9-day, the 14-day, the 25-day. You're above every single moving average. Where, where's the entry point? 
So, and then take a look at Spotify. Oh, wow. Hold, hold on a second. We're right on top of support. We're right on top of the 25-day. And we crossed the 25, the 14, and the 9 all at once. Tight consolidation. Take a look at Teladoc. Tight consolidation. Just broke out. Right? How about Fastly? How about Fastly? Just hadn't even moved yet, really. Just had a tiny up day. But tight in the base. I'm not, I'm not stepping for it. And if I, go, if I go out there and I chase Disney right now, the problem is, where's my stop? You say to me, well, put a trade on here and stop if it goes below the low of the fourth. Okay, but that's a low probability trade. Disney doesn't usually trade four, five, three, four, five standard deviations above its 200-day moving average. So I need to get this thing down here near the 50. That's what I want. And I'm going to be patient and wait, and it's on my whiteboard. All right. Listen, everybody, thanks for joining me tonight. I look forward to seeing all of you um, tomorrow. We'll do another wrap-up tomorrow. All right, hopefully it'll be a strong week. This went a lot longer than I thought. Have a good night, everybody.